actually, yes, I have something huge to talk about is how many times I almost die at work. That makes me so nervous. I want to hear, <laughs> but like so many times. <laughs> this is we're gonna play a supercut of whatever you're about to say at your funeral. I'm sure. So <laughs> just be just... cackling. Uh, oh my okay, God. I'll give you an example. I put in a boiler the other day. It was like long hours of hard labor, and we had to cut the insulation from the old pipes. And my coworker cuts a chunk off and laugh laughs and it's like <laughs> asbestos. We just had to throw fill a bag with. It was the one time I've seen everyone on the site put on masks yeah <laughs> that's funny i did a we did a cool one where we had to go on the roof of a uh, like 12-story building in manhattan mm -hmm. i had like it was great view and then had to climb up to this water tower on top and it was just like they're like hey this hatch is stuck and you have to open it really hard and my coworker was like i don't think i think if i put any weight on it and i slip i just fall off of this building there's sure. no railings on the anything <laughs> just at the edge of a fucking roof wouldn't it be funny if they just started doing like jackass style pranks with you <laughs> at the most dangerous possible places that you'll ever work? And you're like, oh hey, why don't you go and uh, um, check those pipes up there? And then just a live anaconda sports out and <laughs> just wraps itself around you. One time I had to crawl up into the ceiling of a bathroom of a restaurant and had to like weave my way around a duct. So I'm fully in the ceiling, wedged in a bunch of shit, and I like shine my light infinite cockroaches a foot in front of me we've talked about you this, that yeah that still gives was, me nightmares this was triggering for me in a way that i wasn't prepared oh, for those dudes i was putting the boiler in with they're all like strong as shit i told them about that and they like really lost it they were really upset yeah it's like a fear factor episode dude. Yeah. that's like a crazy thing just to happen upon um, oh. and i'm happy to say that if i was in a fear factor episode i could at least keep my composure until i left and threw up somewhere in the corner that wouldn't that's that's very good i'm very <laughs> proud of you but that wouldn't be your challenge your your fear factor challenge would be like go to a crowded party and make eye contact with three people that's <laughs> Damn what you're, you're, and you're like i don't joe i don't i don't know and then be at a comedy party with your peers and everyone starts talking about their careers <laughs> <laughs> yeah God that's that's exactly what i if i was going to do some sort of you know fear-based challenge with you it would be in that arena 100%. or an empty room with one snake in it doesn't even have to be poisonous that i would shit myself sure rats okay. cockroaches all day i kicked a rat on accident earlier it was so hefty i don't know that hey guess <laughs> you're a real new yorker now oh my god i mean when gotcha. i first moved here i was i made it like a thing because when you're walking around at night, they'll jump out at you from trash yeah, constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the yeah, first yeah. few times, I've jumped like six feet in the air, like whoa! And Hard so I like to. I had to like make an effort to be like I will just be stalwart and not react to them. And mm -hmm. I've made it now five years. I'm just not flinching at all. And then one ran into my foot, and I whoa! <laughs> so here's what people don't tell you about a like a rat running over your foot or whatever there is a heft to the rat yeah it's like it's like Whoa. a baby pressing down on your toes yeah it happened to me once and i lost my mind because i was like that is unnaturally heavy <laughs> it's so big are you made out of part of a black hole why do you weigh so much you broke my understand. toe <laughs> it, it is a it is a weight that has sat with me for months since so, the rat ran over oh, it's so unsettling um, we were talking about the other day at work how hawks have it really good in the city because there's so much warm updraft between the buildings. So they sure. expend like no energy to fly around. And then yeah. all of their food 
is pigeons and rats that are fed better than any pigeons and rats in the universe. Sure. <laughs> They're coming that's... down and getting like a full 20 pack of nuggets every swoop. Do you see nothing. a lot of hawks in the city? This sparked a conversation because we saw hawks flying around Central Park. And my, okay. my, my coworker was like, they have the best life of hawks in the world. <laughs> These guys sure. are doing amazing. Yeah. And they're like and an they... interesting enough animal that people don't want. Like they want them around. They're like, look, it's not a raccoon. It's like sure. something cool here. And I love just, that. You know, your one uh, like break from them being like cucks and cancel culture and libtards is like, God, hawks really have it great oh, in the city. <laughs> buddy, talking about war, food, or like animals that kill other animals, we're good. Mm, <laughs> we bought I like that. I like that for you. Good for you. I find my middle grounds. So I'm good at it. I'll find what we could talk about. What? Uh, how else is your week? Mango? It seems like you're very chipper. It feels like you've been doing well. Are we doing all right? I feel like you're yeah, good, right? Life has been really popping off nicely. Popping or- off? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, my life's really popping off, bitch. I, I danced until four in the morning on Friday, which I don't think I've ever done. And it was like fun the whole time. Yeah. It wasn't awkward. It was just I just got fucked up with my friends and then just shredded on a dance floor. Last time I did that was my cousin's wedding when I was like nine. Were you so, also a Molly there? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> like, you guys want to see something funny? Let's give this child some drugs. <laughs> I, like, I just I feel like, <laughs> why can't we all just love each other right now? <laughs> oh, I love this song. <laughs> Took off my shirt. People loved it. Yeah. Like, how does he have chest hair already? <laughs> you were, yeah, I imagine you just as hairy at nine as you oh are right God. now. I was is... the first I was one of two kids to have a mustache in sixth grade. Ooh, how are you? Oh God, I kind of want to see that picture. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'd like to see because I, I imagine it as a full like Tom Selleck style mustache. <laughs> That's what it is now, but it's yeah, it's no beard yet. There are no half measures <laughs> with your facial hair, I feel like it was either nothing or it was all the facial hair. So dude, I we did in our class in sixth grade, we did self-portraits, but you got paired up with somebody. And so I finished mine and I got paired up with a girl I thought was really cute. And I was like, look, look on my portrait. And she's like, oh, you forgot something. And she drew dirty peach fuzz on my lip. (laughs) Yo, that woman now, Amy Schumer, hilarious, rich. What a fucking burn. Got your bitch ass like, as a what child. What do you think got me in the comedy? Well, one time I broke a young boy and that uh, made me feel so really funny. good. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, we should note that uh, Albert's roommates are having some sort of. Yeah, I was going to say that. Uh, what what would you call it? Coke What do you say? Coke orgy? Yeah, like a gentle Sunday Coke orgy. Yeah. So if you hear somebody being like, wrong. Okay, now you're ripping out of my ass. Uh, that's what's <laughs> going on in there. So yeah, a lot of boofing happening. Big big boof population over there. It's, uh, when, you, it's when, you, when you come over, oh wait, you don't live where you used to live. Oh, well, fuck these people. I realize I forgot that you. I I thought you were with your old roommates. I'm like, this is such a classic old roommate. Oh no, thing these are friends. These are people. These I love. are people I know and you love apparently. And you know what? I'm gonna tell these little cucks to go fuck their little twats open. I'm tired of their shit. That was what a very aggressive to thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like they're trying to fucking party during our podcast, and I'm fucking tired of it. To be honest, living in I'm Queens a- has ruined the way you speak. I've hung I've hung out with these fucking frail motherfuckers, and they're not like party at. 
5 p.m. on a Sunday, people. That's when we're recording the podcast. The veil has been lifted. I'm sorry, people. Okay? Oh, come on. But they all thought it was fucking... a cool Friday night pod, boys. These, these boys <laughs> get fucking blown over by a gust of strong wind, and now they're like, you know what we should do? Everything during their podcast recording, and I'm fucking tired of it. Okay? I said it. Wow, anyway, I should not I'm be so piping glad. this into the living room. <laughs> <laughs> I am so glad that you have found a place that you're more comfortable living. I just yeah, wish I absolutely love it. I have so much room people. in my room. I could do a push-up if I ever wanted to. I dare you to do a push-up right now. I You don't need to see me throw up. They don't need to hear me. <laughs> <laughs> I am growing stronger, which is funny because I'm, I'm not getting skinnier. I'm just getting like guy who eats big Italian sandwiches at lunch strong. And it's kind of awesome. <laughs> I think that's just what happens when you get. I don't know that people lose weight after a certain age. It's just like you put maybe some muscle on top as a like as straight man. I think it's the best you can do is just put muscle on top of whatever's there. That's what I hope, said. Yeah. Hope there's a shirt out there for you. You know what <laughs> I mean? But, well, all the ones that are big in the belly have bigger arms. So I feel like that's the goal. It's fine to mm-hmm. be a curvy man if you've got good arms. Then you're just yeah. like, you're just like a well lived dude. But being yeah. curvy and having like slender arms, that's just embarrassing. Egg-shaped noodle arm weirdo. That's what my, I've been so long. <laughs> my dream obtainable body at this point is like if I were to take off my shirt, people would be like, is he wearing like a like a prosthetic chest situation? It doesn't quite look <laughs> natural, you know? It's like, yeah, it's there. But should it be like, that's what I want them. <laughs> that's your dream. Yeah, I think that's all. I think that's all I can really get to at this point. You know what? Well, you know what? I don't. What my dream I is I want to take my shirt off and people are like, wow, that guy drives a truck. Definitely. Mm. So you want to have a big tattoo that says I drive a truck. Yeah. Your chest. Yeah. Monster energy, whatever. Something that'll get the point across. You know, I yeah. did drive a Dodge Ram at work and now I'm like, oh, I think I might be a truck guy. That was fucking cool. Trucks are great. We're acting yeah. like trucks aren't great. We like trucks. That's, That's the reason people love them. I love towing stuff. I love hauling. I don't like hauling or towing. It was just a smooth ride. And I think a lot of cars that aren't $10,000 are nice like that. Wait. Yeah. I. So wait, you were just in a truck. You, you were just like, I, I, in theory, would like to tow and haul. I haven't done any of that, but no, I do. No, I mean, I did. Okay. I did drive around a water heater that was like fucking 150 pounds. But it was more just I think the other vehicle I was driving for them was an old like church van that was just Mm. beat to shit and like taped together and drives like fuck. And so when I like drove something that was reasonably new, I was like, wow, trucks are amazing. They have rear view mirrors that aren't taped to the dashboard. They like Jesus Christ. (laughs) The lights work. (laughs) You're like, wait, you don't even have to pedal these with your feet. This is great. I love this. There's no dinosaur to attach to this. This is amazing. Oh, why you is the dinosaur attached to it? And I have to pedal with my feet. What's the point of the dinosaur? You know, ask the creators of the Flintstones, because I don't know, but that's what their shit was, right? Do you ever think about dinosaur. yeah, they're pretty much like cement steamrollers. Yeah. And then he just moves it with her feet, but those are like stone block logs that are his wheels. Yeah. Well, like I'll that dude, right now. that dude's legs are carved. Fred Flintstone's got a stone block log for you. If you know <laughs> what I'm talking about. So <laughs> something to keep in mind uh all right all right good to know yeah he's you don't think he's hanging hog old freddie flints are you kidding me he carries himself like a man who does you know every, there's why is there always a just, slime trail behind his car i was gonna say <laughs> because there's no like he doesn't wear pants so like 
This shit's just dragging on the ground. It's like kind so of a know. short dress. <laughs> yeah, which is very progressive, I feel like, for the time of yeah. like cartoons to be like, what if we put them in like a, a spotted moo? Is that what kids like? <laughs> and kids were like, yeah, actually, Damn. we do like that. The fact that we, we didn't all that. didn't start wearing spotted moos is a miracle because they'd seem incredible. Yeah, I feel like the Flintstones decor really only went as far as like Halloween. And then after that, it was like, I guess maybe you could put it on a T-shirt occasionally, but, you know, the, that's as far as it's going to go. Do you know, okay, a few weeks ago, I mentioned I went to Hooters. Won't stop talking about it. Yeah. But I don't know if you had this happen in elementary school. I remember distinctly, like, a bunch of people would come in with Hooters merch from their family. Oh, buddy. But they were, like, really young. And at the time, I had no idea what they were. I was a like, cool owl shirt. And then later, sure. I grew up and realized that they were. And I was like, wait, that's kind of fucked up. I think by the time kids were wearing Hooters shirts, it was like junior high. I don't actually I oh, really? really think I think people who, anybody who wore anything like that, I think they would have to turn the shirt like inside out or whatever. Or like wow. if you were like a Bud Light shirt or something, you'd have to turn it inside out. I'm pretty sure that's a real thing that would happen. No, I, I think if we did that, no one would be wearing like they're all Bud Light shirts in Pennsylvania. Right. <laughs> all Bud Light <laughs> and Hooters shirts, dude. We party. It's hard to know what the, like in ours in my, where I grew up, it was hard to know what uh clothes people were wearing because it was always covered by a full snowmobile suit so <laughs> didn't matter didn't matter what time of year it was just like a snowmobile jacket <laughs> yeah. helmet the boots everything you're like it's july this is summer school why are you dressed like a snowmobile Aaron? everyone's in their fucking cabela's hunting onesie just oh ready to God. go yeah dog it's uh it's a real lifestyle and i'll tell you what it's one I could see myself getting into, you know, I think oh, I the older transition. I get, the more I think I was like, oh, it's snowmobiling, hunting and drinking. That actually sounds like a paradise. If I could, I don't I don't really I still don't really like snowmobiling. I never got into it. Really? Like, this feels unnatural. So fast. Jet oh, skiing very unnatural. Is, jet skiing is where it's at. And that's all I really care about. Jet skiing is just snowboarding in water. <laughs> No, that's such a fucking plebeian view of what a jet ski <laughs> oh, is. You like you the fucking, bumps, you like that wolf, you wolf fucking wolf. savage. Yeah, there's no I like smooth, like the bumps. just fucking going for it. No, that's stupid. I want to create a fucking tsunami level wave that will <laughs> erode the shores across the fucking lake that I'm on, and then I want to drop my body and this vehicle into a dark, deep pit in the middle of a lake and just see. If I can outlast nature, that's what I want. Okay. Whoa, I've never seen someone jet ski. I think <laughs> what you described <laughs> is crazy. Yeah, it's not for everybody. That's for sure. <laughs> that's what I'm Dude, into. Where I grew up, it would snow so much that they would shut down like lengths of the interstate. And then the snowmobilers would go at, like 200 miles an hour down them because it's just straight yeah. away is covered in snow. Yeah, it's so um where i'm at where i'm from people would i always feel like i say this word wrong and god knows you wouldn't let me forget it if i did uh people would jet or uh snowmobile on the culverts right that's a thing culvert like the ditches and the side of the road oh you know i'm talking about i think so and, i don't know and it was like it's very dangerous <laughs> so because snow would cover up like some of these things and people would hit that shit oh yeah fucked up Dude, they get or, so fucked up and I like I've literally seen my brother get hit by a car on a snowmobile once. I like a memory I just repressed, but only bring it back for a podcast, I guess. Uh, Please share we, that with me. Please pour that trauma into my head. For he's fine. He's fine. He's got a baby. He's good. Um, but he we were like he was young. He was like um, maybe in high school still. 
and he had to move a snowmobile from somewhere. I think maybe they just bought it. So it was like me, my dad, maybe my younger sister in a tr- in a vehicle, and then my brother trailing behind, which is already crazy. Like my dad should have been driving the snowmobile. Like, what are you doing? But he was like trailing behind and then just like looking in the mirrors one second he's there and the next second he's just like got clipped by like a fucking van or something oh my god and i was like oh my god my brother's dead i just saw my brother die every every okay well this is this is how it happens this i hope you're i hope it was worth it for a fucking 300 dollars shithole vehicle oh god <laughs> not even but he's good not even any head trauma i don't even really wearing a helmet i gotta be honest. nice i mean and when it's like that snowy if it's snowy enough to drive a snowmobile out hopefully cars aren't really going that fast yeah but you don't have to be going that fast to cause some major damage well that's why your brother is the way he is now just dropping babies <laughs> left and right let me say that's what i also tell all of my sexual partners i'm like it doesn't have to be that fast <laughs> still there's like, a hammer I mean, yeah, if you say so, I guess <laughs> <laughs> I can still drop the Freddie Flintstone, baby. And then like, maybe you should leave. And then I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. I should leave. That's Old fine. stone log sauntering away. Yeah, man. Jet skis are way better than fucking snowmobiles. No way. That's crazy. You just When's the last up. time you've been on either one? Never. You don't know. <laughs> Not once Jesus ever. Christ. Dog. And the way jet skis are now, I went jet skiing this past summer and it truly, I am not kidding. I was like, oh, this is space age technology. You know how we're out? Everyone's always like, well, should we have flying cars by now? We do. They're just on water. It is insane how powerful this shit is. It's unbelievable. Do you know something that really blows me away is that, you know, there's always a list of shit when people are talking about the future. Shouldn't we have this? Shouldn't we have that? We have jetpacks. We fully, yeah. they exist exactly as we thought they would be. You can fly. Really? I mean, sure, the mostly military, but you can fly. You can full on fly. And I feel like it, people saw videos of it and were just like, meh. You will melt your taint off, but we do have jetpacks. That is. I watched a guy fly with a jetpack from a small boat onto an aircraft carrier like it was nothing. It was so fucking cool. And they're still like, well, all right, got to go to work. <laughs> got to go play with my wrenches. <laughs> We're in the goddamn future, baby. It's cool as hell and nobody cares. Nobody cares. I think that's the big theme of, of this whole podcast today is honestly that nobody yeah. gives a shit. And, you're just uh, like, I think it's part of it is you just get inundated with violent amounts of information that you're like, yeah, what am I going to do? Am I going to fix this? No, I'm just going to buy a bottle of water and not look at the back of the label. Oh, but all the things that go into that little bottle of water, <laughs> oh, buddy, you're going to wish you were jet skiing by the time you're done with this podcast. <laughs> you don't even know who makes jet skis. <laughs> we're going to yeah, get dog. into it. It's time to start this motherfucker. Bring us home. Uh, let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the best podcast in my apartment that is currently being recorded. Top two, other people would say, burn your heroes. I am one of your hosts, Ben Katzner. I am the premier. 
I don't really know today. Honestly, jet ski <laughs> enthusiast, no. I would say. I was gonna say something <laughs> along those lines. <laughs> I am the I'm the premier jet ski mechanic in the tri-state area. And if you try to ask anybody if that's validated in any way, shape, or form, I'll find out where you live. Okay. Uh today with me is my co-host. Introduce yourself, my friend. I am the first person to ever be arrested for being a jet ski pervert, Albert Kirshner. <laughs> <laughs> Our paths have crossed. Uh, Nothing to do with the people riding them. I just like the shape of them. My oh, oldest enemy ow. has become one of my greatest friends. So <laughs> yes. here we are again. I I'm used to tired. break them. He used to fix them. <laughs> I've been. I got tired of unclogging all the gas tanks, all the jet skis you kept banging. So I just. Hey, somebody said, had to. They're just sitting not? there with their curves. Why not start a podcast with him instead? Uh, <laughs> so for those who don't know, this is Burn Your Heroes, a podcast where we talk about uh, people. I guess I don't know. I think we're expanding a today's little bit today. So I want to yeah, say today's a weird so one. We talk about uh, figures throughout pop culture, history, our lives, your lives, whatever, that generally we've been known <laughs> just fucking belching to the mic. <laughs> during the intro. Oh, you guys heard that? Damn. <laughs> Uh, are we talking um, about uh, people today. that we like throughout history, corporations, I guess, today, whatever, uh, and things we generally thought were good. And then we realized, you know what? Everybody's not all good. Not every, Sometimes people aren't all bad. Sometimes people are very bad. But, uh, you know, and uh, also we're going to talk about a lot of different shit in between. And also there's a Coke party going on in Albert's apartment. It's not really so a party. It's like a pretty sad orgy. <laughs> like the vibe is not fun or festive at all. It's a coke wake, really. Somebody yeah. died, and they're yeah. just like, "Let's do one last line for yeah. Walter." Uh, I don't know why Walter Everyone was the pull there. Take off their shirt. That's your name. Whenever you pull for someone, like Walter, every dead that's person you've ever talked about has been named Walter. Not true. Not factual. Uh, Albert, tell the people who we are discussing today. Today, we are attacking, violently attacking the small mom pop shop nestle incorporated nestle Inc. <laughs> this um, is uh this is an interesting one because this is not a person and uh obviously what actually it'd be funny if it was this was just a person we knew named nestle and we're like time to get this bitch okay? <laughs> yeah what have you done to the water rights you asshole i'm sorry i'm tired so our thought behind this so it came from basically the wrong place on my part because <laughs> we'd been to there's so much stuff that's been just said about ben the green m m on the m m thing and then it was like we should go after nestle and i didn't know that's why but that is not yeah who nestle does not own m m i thought they did so i was like oh <laughs> we, you, your candy's so good and everybody loves it well let's find out what else you're doing but it turns out that's Mars. And honestly, it was too late in the process to do any more research on a different company. So Nestle is where we're at. Just know that everything, all you have to do with this, if you're like, oh, I was here for the green M&M flaming, know that Mars is also doing all of this stuff. All right. Everything that any company that exists that makes one thing you like is also doing 57 horrible things behind that thing oh my okay God. i just you know want what you to know fun is instead of making the green m&m less sexy they should have made the other ones way more sexy like yeah the red one has like a fat little hog that just has to be blurred out every time he's on tv 
you know, like, you know, now I am a yellow uh, one sucking down a foot. Every time you look at him, he's just sucking on a foot that's out of camera. And you're like, which Eminem's foot is that? I'm a I'm an enlightened person who purchases pornography now, so I don't have <laughs> ads anymore. But before when I was in the slop with the rest of you savages, you know how you'd like watch an ad and it'd be like, this ad will make you come in 13 seconds or whatever. And then it was like, a oh, dragon it's going to take that long banging a bike. Oh. <laughs> They should Hanging just do that. <laughs> That's what the M&M should be. It should be all the M&Ms having sex and, you know, like maybe lowest, a topless Lois from Family Guy is watching or something. Yeah. You know, like it should be way hornier. I Wearing a bunch of leather you. and then they're like, it's going to be this, but in your mouth. I'm like, I love M&Ms. I'm going to give them to my kids. Again, for legal purposes, we do have to say that M&Ms have nothing to do with Nestle. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. But I do think they are some of the sexier candy out there but net i will honestly nestle i will say probably has some of the least sexy candies comparatively okay that's what's really gotten me about this and granted most of my research has been a picture passed around on reddit where like these are the companies that nestle owns and Mm -hmm. as far as candy goes it's like pretty low key there's some stuff that like they make halloween there, there's always going to be maybe 10% of your bag on Halloween was Nestle stuff. But what's wild is that they make everything else. Yeah. Holy shit. Candy-wise, so it's like Crunch Bar was the one that got me. Yeah. Let's start. Yeah. Let's start there as far as the tip of the iceberg with all of this. So so here's why it is weird. I understand it is weird to say a corporation is your hero. Hero might be a stretch here. But I I've never had a... Them. I've never had a problem with the fucking crunch bar. Okay. Little, little mm. bite-sized ones. Yeah. Oh, loved it. Okay. And you're eating rice. So it's like healthy. Yeah. It's kind of like I'm doing the world a favor, you know? So I would have crunch bars in your bag all the time. They also make butterfingers, which much maligned candy for a lot of mediocre. People. That looks I like fuck a poop. With butterfingers. Good. I love, then I guess I'm, I love poop. Okay. <laughs> Because this shit is so ben good to me. Poop. It's hard crack, basically. <laughs> I, I guess all crack is kind of hard when you really think about it. But it's not, that's not the point. The point is, up. they also make Kit Kats, which I think for some people are that's got to be a top three. Candy, that's a good one. Yeah, you know Kit Kat's I mean? a big one. But like Arrow, Old Henry, uh, Smarties. They do own. Yeah. They do own all the Wonka Rolo. shit. Which yeah, individually it's like man, nerds, sweethearts, who cares? But as a group, they're like they're like a Snickers bar. Of potency, yeah. of cultural potency. The Wonka candy things, I feel like, are like um, they're like the Christmas decorations of candy, where it's like there's one time a year where it really feels like come out. It's Halloween. They're not like a mainstay. If I went to someone's house and they're like, "Oh, would you like a Wonka treat?" Or I'd be like, "You know what? What if I just leave? Or maybe I kill myself <laughs> in your living room." This you know is what's horrible. great. Why is that the movie? They put the golden tickets in a candy bar that like doesn't exist. They're like, we, I don't know if they made it at the time for the movie or they were around for a bit, but it was almost like they were like, oh, we have to invent a better candy so that this is realistic. People aren't sucking down gobstoppers <laughs> right. for golden tickets. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really funny. Um, but you, oh, wait. So I here's how defeated some... you sound when you had to say that. <laughs> yeah. Nerds. That's really funny. Whatever. Yeah, I don't love it when other people are funny. Um, <laughs> nerds, Laffy Taffy, gobstopper. Yeah. So there are like some. We got some heavy hitters in here in candy. So that's mm-hmm. so there is I will say sadly this corporation has definitely played a role in my life. Like 
I would say I'm a little top heavy because of some of these candies. Okay. Hey. So hey, you have a juicy ass. Don't take that from yourself. I do have a juicy ass. <laughs> you're a well balanced. You're like a well a good blade. This is that's the only reason I've ever wanted to do a podcast is that so on record, someone would be like, you know, you have a juicy ass, right? <laughs> hey, man, I love you, but you know, you have a juicy Listen, ass, right? As someone who has a perfect turd cutter, I want to say I mm. I know him and I see him. <laughs> OK, uh, I've uh, just never really heard that term before. Yeah, it's I a mean, good one, right? <laughs> I forgot where I heard it, but I'm really loving it. <laughs> it's on record now. Yeah. Uh, so we. So it is interesting to be like, okay, yeah, Nestle, that's fine. It's, uh, I, I kind of thought bottom tier candies, but I think they're like mid level to some for me, some heavy hitters, right? Yeah, so, definitely. They definitely they've they've got a lot of the worst candies out there, but they've also yeah. got some ones that crawled their way to the top. Yeah, they have um, a high ceiling, low floor. That's really how you would. Yeah, how I would yeah. yeah. It, right? Now, if we slink slightly away from candy just to stay on food, Which, they got oh. uh, ice cream drumsticks. You know oh. those drumsticks. With yeah. like the chocolate bit, the bottom of the cone, and the crunching yeah. and top top, they do those. They do okay. some of the, but like that's a kind of it. In the frozen department, they have a, they like pretty mediocre, but they do have that okay. one huge hitter. So now I want to say, so yeah, okay, yeah, food that's great, that's cool, right? That's Nestle. They're a candy. That's that's what they do. They they maybe branch out a little bit into ice cream. That's it. So we're looking at. A flow chart right now of all the things that Nestle has their little hooks into. Oh my god. And when I tell you this is fucking fascinating, I am this that is the understatement of the podcast because well, this is insane. The things that they are tied to. What okay? started it for me a while ago was people like talking about Nestle's journey to control water, right? So that yeah. people posted what water brands they own. And they own a lot of fucking water brands. Two of the biggest ones being Poland Spring and Perrier. So they kind of mm -hmm. like dominate both the cheap bottle of water you can get at pretty much every grocery store. Whatever part of the country you're in, there's a brand there like Arrowhead or something where they in that region bottle like a dollar bottle of water and they do like the bougie bottles of water. San Pellegrino. That kind so of So good. You're saying bougie, but I'm saying the best tasting. It's good. It's, good. it's a yummy water. Um and so that was like interesting, like, oh, you dominate a lot of the market in this water and is also a great place to start with. Like, what is the process behind that? And oh, fuck, it's evil. Yes. Right. So, OK, so now. OK, so now we got candy. We've got ice cream. Uh, we've got water. We've got uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to save the more ridiculous ones, in my opinion, for last. Yeah. So, yeah. So let's go let's, do Hot Pockets. Uh, Hot Pockets was a next Hot thing. Hot Pockets, crazy. Stofers and Hot Pockets. What like, shit? What, e what even, what are we talking about? Hot Pockets? There's no chocolate in there. Absolutely What crazy. are we talking so about? So what I right? think is they seem to be, they're like a small part of slash a lot of part of their business is setting up farms and plantations around the world and just farming the shit out of one thing and turning it into these products. Yeah. You always know you're on the wrong side of history if you're working at a plantation or owning plantations. That's never really like the best possible situation to be in. For That's a historically been kind of uh, the capitalist jam is you go to a country, you set one up, and then people don't really have much of a choice but to work there because that's it's in their home. At sure. their house, and then you take the stuff, they get fucked over, and you sell it to people here having a chill life. Be yeah. like, I just wanted a bottle of water, I didn't want to starve a town in South America. <laughs> right. 
They're like, hey, do you want a sweet sugary treat that was just brought to you by indentured servitude, essentially? And I'm like, yeah, kind of. I think I do. Maybe. And that's not to jump too much into the overarching thing. What's really fucking with me over this whole thing is like, like you're how... about to jump into it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's how mundane so much of this shit is and how very yes. much other than maybe bottled water, we could live without any of this other shit that they do and how horrifying the process is. How we could live without bottled water and evil. The rest of the processes. I mean, yeah, I guess I bring my bottle everywhere and just fill it up with yeah. tap water all day. So I buy like, you know, a bottle or two a, a week when I run out and I need to restock in the truck. But like, yeah, we could I'm... live without fucking Stouffer's stuffing. <laughs> hey, speak for yourself. All right. That's the one I refuse to <laughs> give up on. you kill I... for. <laughs> I'm sorry that a child had at to the be. Stouffer's plantation. Like, get to I'm... work. I need turkey bones. <laughs> I know you wanted to be sorry that a child had to be separated from their family so I could have stovetop stuffing, but I'm not. I'm just not there yet. I'm sorry. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but that is a great point because, like, here's some of the other bullshit that so they literally make like dog food, Purina, mm -hmm. um, Friskies, Elpo, Fancy Feast, like dog, cat food, all this shit. Um, they also do baby food, Gerber, baby food. Yeah, Gerber is huge. That's got to be a huge count for them. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, and then they do like makeup stuff, which, yeah. do, which is its own stuff level of fucked up. Keels for men. Scrub your face right. so you look young while you're old. They all have their little hooks in there. And also, probably the most fucking crazy one to me that I would have never guessed. They're also just like in the fashion world in a way yeah. that I and don't. Huge brands. Ralph Lauren, Armani, Diesel, mm -hmm. which is like jeans for people who rock. Um, I guess I don't know. People who rock. <laughs> it's jeans for divorced dads who are like, do I still rock? I buy I better buy some hundred dollar jeans. I can't afford a car, so this is gonna have to do for now. Um, <laughs> the Corvette whatever, for Saint your Laurent. Ass. I always I can't, I can't pronounce this. You know, I don't whatever. know that one. I don't think I've actually heard you of that. You are Saint Laurent, uh, Stella McCartney. No idea. So oh, those are, are perfumes, not clothes. Sorry, perfumes for those oh, brands. That makes more sense because that. that's yeah. like more. Uh, I don't know if palm oil is involved in that, but that was like one of their bigger things recently is that a lot of the rainforest is just getting housed. So for palm right. oil and Nestle is like the big one devouring those because they love palm oil. You know, the more you learn about this, this company that I once thought was a hero, you know, unbelievable. But it's like uh, you need a big ingredient for a product like candy. You need cocoa to make chocolate. Yeah. So they'll go to an area and then just kind of dominate the cocoa farming game and do it in a way that's so horrifying and fucked up and then we're here just like oh cool crunch bars and what's right. wild so today i saw a thing where it gets posted a lot randomly it's like a documentary someone made about the child farmers of cocoa for nestle and they made this documentary and they tried to show the board of nestle and they didn't want to see it to like First of all, we have better footage of child labor, buddy. We're in the, the thick of it. So they like played it across the street at their office building. And what really blew me away was how many people, how many people were like devout, like, you know, you and I are like living our life not knowing where the shit comes from and just enjoying Rolos when we're a kid. And how many people were like, will look into the face of child labor and be like, well, at least those kids have jobs. <laughs> we're like so willing to be like, yeah. oh, I don't see this. This makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, it's pretty insane to be like, 
I can justify these horrible things because in my, you know, like, I don't know. It's not technically slavery. And you're just like, is that, yeah. is Did that we the give bar? Them pennies? Yeah. That's right. what it was. Would you work for pennies as a 12 year old? You fucking asshole. And I'm not even telling you to change and be a good person. I'm just like, ask, just be bummed a little for a moment. Like, oh, wow, the products in our lives come from horrible places. I'm sad for a moment instead of being like, nah, it's good. It's all good. This is great. This is how things should be. It is a fucking web of fuck shittery. There's just so much, (laughs) whether it's whether it's the corporation itself, it's the people that support, it's the uh, ignorance of all of us, like being part of this whole thing. It is fucking wild. And then you start looking into this stuff. okay? and you're like, yeah, there's probably a lawsuit here or there. And then wherever you go, wherever you could you Google like Nestle lawsuits, Nestle oh bad, Nestle whatever. Ones. And it's <sighs> it goes back so far. And there's so many there's a mountain of things where like this little innocent fucking Halloween candy, as I know it, is probably one of the big like genuinely profits off of the, the despair and displacement and like destruction of just people all around the world it is fucking wild the one nice equalizer is that it also fucks over people in america too and i'm glad that it's not just people in other places the watering one is huge if you look there's so many states that have had to actively battle nestle to stop them fucking up their sources of water because they'll be smaller communities and they'll have like a great geyser water or some shit and nestle will come in and be like we're gonna put a bottling plant here to make cheap water to sell across the country in plastic bottles and it's gonna take a bunch of your water and also it's gonna fuck up your land and also maybe poison the water that we leave for you a little bit and then you have to have this epic legal battle to get them out of there and sometimes like in texas it goes up to the supreme court and you still fucking lose yeah it's it's brutal because so the reason that they go to these places to get like uh, to like tap into these water sources and stuff, uh, I don't know the exact phrase that they use, but their water is like they they would say like spring water, so like natural water, or whatever, compared to like Aquafina, which is a better water, if you ask me. Sorry, said it. Uh, better bottled water. Uh, it's like. They, they, there's a certain phrase that they can use that lets you know that this is actually tap water. You know, this is uh, literally yeah. water just coming from a tap. This is just filtered rat blood, right? Where, <laughs> where it's like Poland Spring is saying, no, this is natural groundswell water, whatever. And in doing that, that means they need to go to little places, whether it's bumfuck Wisconsin or who knows, like there are a bunch of other places where they've gone, like go into a town try to monopolize the water basically distribution game whatever and all just so on their little label they can be like it's natural and nobody gives a shit no literally no. nobody cares also and, most of us are buying it because it's a dollar yeah i go well, to the I, grocery store i want a bottle of water i look at what's a dollar and i leave that's like 90 percent right. of my consumer journey there it's it's weird because for a while i was able to I was like when I was younger, I was very in. I was once I got some once I started getting into bottled water. This is so fucking bougie. But I was like, this is amazing. Like I I had never had that. We had a well when I was growing up. So we just drank whatever rust was poured into a cup for us. (laughs) So like once I started going to school and we had like vending machines and shit, 
I was like, yeah, if I'm not drinking a soda or whatever, I'm going to get a bottle. This is so refreshing. This is delicious. It's pure. You know, it's from a, it's from a natural spring. Maybe I guess they're all lying to me, but whatever. And it was so good that, but then I, People would be like, you know, it's actually bad for the environment. And I'd be like, yeah, but it's good for my body, you know? Mm. And uh, what do we do with this, that? What well, then you're also like in this crazy situation where like, all right, if you want to drink and all you really have is a vending machine around and now your options are soda or bottled water. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's insane. So in school, what was nice is like, you have those water fountains. Remember pre-pandemic where water fountains were a thing? Oh, I know. You uh, could have a thing you just put in your mouth and water yeah. would shoot out inside and then the next person could put their mouth on it and everyone's just kind of like kissing in a weird way. Yeah. It was nice. And there were water fountains. Um, <laughs> but you could, so I, so we started having these filtered water fountains and I was like, okay, that's great. Then I don't, I won't get bottled water. That's fine. Whatever. Later on in life, I mean, I am such trash that, like, I don't think I, and that's fair. I don't know that I'd had, like, flavored water really that much in my life. And then, like, once I started working in offices in, like, New York and shit, where they would have LaCroix and they would have all this shit, I'd be like, this is amazing oh, okay yes i'm never going back mm. from this i don't even like Lacroix that much personally but like brands i do like like i have a bottle of polar here and i feel oh, yeah. like some kid had to die so i could have like cranberry mm. lime polar but it's so fucking good i got some black cherry in my fridge right now okay polar. Well, it's a weird thing to say during black history month but you know, <laughs> i life. bought it because of that i bought anything with the word <laughs> black in it <laughs> but like i this shit is so addictive and so like i don't know it's such a in my mind i'm like this is a great substitute so i'm not drinking soda so i'm not drinking juice whatever it is crushing to really realize the impact whether it's on a community whether it's the you know like oh this shit won't fucking deteriorate for a thousand years or like oh the oil it takes to extract this from the ground is gonna fuck the planet you're like can I just have a fucking nice thing on this no, goddamn God planet? No. Everything is bad here. Every single thing, even the smallest morsel of fucking candy creates a web of suffering that will genuinely last a uh, generational amount of time for people. My grandkids are going to be fucked up because when I was eight, I was like, yeah, I like Butterfingers. Give me more of that. That's insane. That's your fault. Me. Butterfingers are gross. You're disgusting. And you did this to our planet. I will fist fight you <laughs> on air. Oh, well, I think the big thing is that anytime you ma- like all these companies, everything that you're finding out about this, this is all shit that is so mass produced for millions and millions of yeah. people. Rather than getting something made kind of around you with the shit that you have, it's not going to be as a diverse uh, product assortment, but it's going to be the shit that you can get in your area. That's what you could have. Rather than that, we have like, all right, cool. We're going to make this one thing and we're going to make it for 50 states. And now we're going to make it for several countries. And we're going to make the fuck out of it on such a violent scale that it's unavoidable that it's going to have lasting consequences. Yeah. And it's like, what's so sad is like, none of this is new. Like looking at (laughs) Nestle's stuff, literally they are they are the corporate personification of like a vi- like a disney villain right like they yeah. literally they're like one of their first things that was like a big deal with them 
um, they had like this baby formula that they were kind of like passing around and they would send it to like third world countries or whatever. Their words, not mine. I didn't say that. Um, and they would basically be like, no, no, no. This is way better than breast milk. You have to have this stuff. And they didn't give a fuck that that to, to use the formula like you need water, these, clean water, water in the communities that don't have clean water these places didn't have clean water. So you were feeding your baby poison for literal profit. And then you, you when you say it like that, you're like, well, that's just what candy is. <laughs> that's like exactly. Mm-hmm. They just do the same thing with different uh, like, I don't know, in different fields all the time. But it's not new. You know, like they've been doing this forever. And they'll just never stop. We're going to go to Mars and they're going to do some weird shit on Mars with like bottled Mars sand or something. And then they're genuine astronaut piss. This is real. (laughs) We're we don't have a farm of astronauts. We're milking every day. This is real. This guy just peed when he had to pee. I promise it's fine. Then you find out. No, they're farming astronauts. They're strapped to a machine with a thing on their hog and they're just sucking out the pee. Mass producing it. What is like oh. a thing? Uh, great riff. So sorry. Truly sorry for everything I just said. But what is like a thing in your life that you would, you know, is probably made on a scale in a horrifying way like this that you're like just, you like more than you hate how it's made? Um, I mean, off the top of my head, like any sort of electronic is fucked up if you really think about it, right? Oh, 100%. Like, the way they don't like go away when we're done with them. <laughs> they, they just don't get go shipped away. off to a poor country. The the human cost of a cell phone is insane. Um whether it's you know mining for the batteries or like people like going to war over lithium or whatever the fuck. Yeah. There's so many uh, minerals in phones and a lot of them are kind of gotten in pretty rough ways. Right. I mean, uh, and, yeah. But but know. then also a phone itself lasts I don't know, a solid like two and a half years, maybe. And then on purpose, starts, yeah, actively on purpose, on purpose. Right. So then it's like, oh, cool, cool. But then it'll whole, exist forever, forever. <laughs> it's like, cool. So a whole so like a, a whole town got wiped out to mine everything for this that I don't even really like that much. Actually, it actively hurts my self-esteem having this thing because I can access all the stuff on the internet yeah. and social media. That's a very cool thing is like, I made this thing that now tells me the horrors of how it's made. <laughs> like right. I get to use this cool thing that tells me, hey, my origin is bad. Just absolutely unbelievable. Um, do you have an answer for that or were you just- Yeah, no, that's out? a good one. That's a, yours is a great answer. Um, I did watch this thing ages ago about electronic waste and how we just like kind of ship it off to poor oh countries to deal with. And then there's yeah. like people trying to scrape minerals off the board to like sell them back to, probably companies that'll sell them back to Apple to make more phones with them. But it's like in doing that, you expose yourself to a lot of toxic substances. Mine is definitely meat knowing damn well the horrors of mass-produced meat in absolute just terror show and i would like to think that if i got wealthy ever i would do a res- eat meat responsibly but nah. also sometimes i like to, like chicken wings forever today i'm craving chicken wings and i was like ooh, i want to get chicken wings from a bar nearby they apparently have good wings and it's like that's six dead birds hundred percent it's I know this is supposed to be like a comedy podcast or whatever, <laughs> but I have a, this is my question for you. Do you think the world, how do, I think the world will either go one of two ways. One like mass extinction event where we hit some sort of tipping point or something environmentally happens and we just don't ever come yeah, back for it. That's the great filter, baby. Right. Or we, um, something happens, but then the world has to reboot 
And then it's just like we go back to like living in tribes and huts and like, you know, fending for our very small, you know, groups of people and warring all the shit. Like, where, where do you where do you see yourself in the world in 50 years, Albert? Well, well, do you think there's any chance that we'll Star Trek our way out of here? No, I don't, I don't see single... it without like a threat to everyone. Like, I don't think not like us because we're a threat to devouring our own planet. But like if we got an external enemy, like aliens who have hogs for eyes, they look exactly like humans, but eyeballs and genitals are switched. Mm hmm. And they show up with technology far more advanced than us, and they start threatening so, us, trying to colonize us. I think that could bring our plan together to get our shit together a bit. You've met the uh, Glamorphophants before, <laughs> yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah you par great, they party. They're a good Great time. race. Good race. <laughs> Love those people. A little violent and you know, a little more colonial than us, but... Aliens, they're, they're I used time. to I used to feel this way, that I was like, we need some existential like, threat to unite us, or what, external threat to unite us. And uh, after, like... I this is sad, but after uh, COVID hit, I was like, "Oh, we are. It doesn't matter. We're <laughs> yeah, the most we fucked. We'd be so divided. We'd be so like, screaming at each other over it. Well, I'm I think we should be colonized by them. Maybe this planet deserves right. to be dead. I don't even think they're there, dude. I think we're just being lied to every day. <laughs> I I think a lot about, and I think this is a sentiment that's real. Like, if if, if like a zombie outbreak happened like how people would actually approach that is so oh sad and like scary to think about <laughs> and then like there would be I've, I've been thinking about this a lot lately there would for sure be a subsection of people who just be like zombie me bitch come bite me like come get me <laughs> we should all be doing the zombie why aren't we doing this what what are you pussy you know no. rogan says he got bit by a zombie and he's look if fine. we all get bit by zombies then we're all zombies and none of us can get bit right. by zombies I so I don't know. I don't think we Star Trek our way out of this without all dying first, basically, and then maybe they reboot. And it's I I, I think at best it's a do you know the game? This is so nerdy. We're we're so far off. Oh yeah, we gotta protect ever, our reputation as cool jocks. <laughs> no 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 no. It's just like nobody knows what's happening right now. So do you know her? What is it? Horizon Zero Dawn. Do you know that game? Yeah, where she's like hunting robot dinosaurs. Right, where something happened and now they were at at some point at the precipice of technology, and then they kind of went all the way back through but that old technology still exists i think that's the best we can hope yeah for. we wow. we hit the pinnacle of something we wipe ourselves out and then they kind of reboot and then new humans just kind of use all this fancy shit wrong and they can't destroy themselves with it see i like the idea of we wipe ourselves out obviously we're Classic. done though but there's still enough life on the planet just a little bit you know like it's fish yeah, and then a different species gets to evolve into the dominant race on this planet That's and have a go. You know, dinosaurs had their thing going of just brute strength and violence, and then they died. And then our like clever version of brute strength and violence thrived, and then we died because we're stupid and wanted to actively, I guess. Sure. And then uh, the next, the fish people go, but they know better because they lived during the time of us poisoning the oceans. So they they knew about conservation, and taking care of sure. the planet, and then they just have a chill time and they start going to space, but not in like mechanical technology with like made out of ores and such. They have like organic bubbles of aqua bubbles they float around in, and they speak with their minds. Yeah, that's pretty good. And they're very think... sexually liberal. That part's important. <laughs> Sex, sexually liberal, uh, fiscally conservative. Though, yeah, so. they are really. Which does it still ends up trans translating to fish racism? But right. 
<laughs> I think I think that's great. I would love to see that happen. I think you know that's a good scenario for this planet itself. I do think that they still ruin themselves because they're like, hey, you know those humans that used to occupy this planet? You know, if you harvest their bones, we can harvest their bones for cheap and give people like a delicate <laughs> little snack that our young fish children yeah. like to eat. We can fuel our space bubbles with their bone <laughs> juice. We just have to destroy the planet a little bit, you know? Uh, they start throwing their garbage onto land. Oh, oh, you know, there's fine. a huge plastic island in the mountains. Like, we don't really hang out in the mountains. We don't care. We're ocean people. Um, have you heard of the idea of the Great Filter? Yeah, I have. Okay, good. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the idea that, like, basically, uh, the reason maybe we don't like there's enough plants statistically to support life that we should have bumped into more life out there and then they've wiped themselves out yeah so either either a bunch of them have died already like the best case scenarios were like the first ones and we haven't really hit there and we're just chugging along or a bunch of them have died already and we're about to sprint into that wall and die which is like hard not to see happening because of yeah you know they're doing or maybe there's just a ravenous beast out there that eats people once they go far enough out I think it's a mixture without knowing literally one thing about if someone was like, what can you breathe in space? I'd be like, ah, toss up. Uh, so <laughs> I, so, I know they wear those helmets, but it does look cool. So maybe it was just that was why they were doing it. <laughs> so without knowing anything, I do think the great filter thing is real. That makes sense to me. But also there's like the dark forest theory, right? Where it's like nobody wants to be found. Uh, it's good to not be found in the universe because if you resources are so limited that like, uh, there's a lot of like maybe predatory cult uh, species out there, right. whatever it might be. It's so like, like when people were traveling in boats, exploring the planet, where you're like, yeah. there were, you were bumping into people who were like gentle and really good at farming because they had resources and mm-hmm. they were just growing stuff. And then there was like the Vikings who were like, no, we'll just kill you and take it because we're terrible yeah. people. And now Norwegians are garbage and we should still judge them for being proud of being descended from Vikings. What the fuck? Well, that last part, I don't know as much about <laughs> if I can. <laughs> oh, yeah, we wore horns on our helmets. Remember our cool ancestry when we just killed everyone we could and took all their stuff. Anyways, farming is hard, huh? <laughs> so Nestle. Uh, Fucking Norway. I feel like we've said pretty much all we can say and then a whole <laughs> bunch of other shit. But I don't I don't know. Did you were you shocked to find out kind of the depths of any of this when we were looking at this? Because I the brands. I really yeah, the brands is absolutely because I knew like I mean, I heard a little bit of the palm oil stuff, but I never really looked into what that goes into. And apparently it's just a fuck ton of stuff. But no, yeah. I so even like even knowing that it was a big like I knew it was a lot of water stuff and I knew it was a lot of food stuff and truly knowing that there was going to be like, oh, they're in they have their fingers deep in the pie. I'm still blown away at all the brands and shit that they are attached to. Yeah, it just really makes me fucking sad that like this is just how we've decided our society should work, that there this is the option. And now so now even in like uh healthier options and or what you know like i don't know i I just feel like there's a kick for like sustainability and health and everything you're like even if you're coming from a good place i i also wonder well how much damage is this gonna do or like Mm -hmm. how long if this is pure now how long does this stay pure before it becomes a money grab and a you know i think if you can find it in pretty much any supermarket in the country and you can buy it in other countries it's suspect if it's on yeah. like if it's on a large scale like that, then 
it's probably fucked. <laughs> so for people who are traveling to a Spencer's gift and you see a mold of my penis, know that that is yeah. suspect. He is, right? He's taking out acres of the Amazon rainforest every single day just for the just for the substances that make those molds. Because there's only a specific combination of chemicals and substances that can withstand that small of a size. <laughs> I was gonna say it's gonna be a big girth, but I changed it. Oh, uh, that's funny. That was good. Um, all right. Well, let's uh wrap this old bitch up, do a little scale, and get the fuck. That's out what of you here. say before you put on a condom. <laughs> put on a condom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's wrap this little bitch up. <laughs> put on a condom. I know you're over my friend, but still, that's fucked. <laughs> Albert, my friend, do you have a scale for this week? I'm actually kind of fascinated to see what your scale for this will be. I mean, I know the number I'm giving them. (laughs) I'm hoping that we walk away from this and you're like, I don't know. All that being said, maybe like a two. I think that would be really fun. Scale of one to ten. How do you how shitty do you think uh, Nestle is as an organization corporation? One. One one being that. If you grow up in the country, your school serves you food made from ingredients grown in that area. Since I grew up in a fucking farmland, mm-hmm. we got to eat food that was made from and grown from in that area and processed in a way that didn't make it lose nutritional value so that it could be shipped across the country in giant cans. And we just like ate well, a lot of corn, a lot of corn and cows. Sure. We're still girthy, but for fun reasons now. Okay. That's like a one, just like well fed. We had access to good water. Hell yeah. Um, a ten. A ten is a. It's what we have now with like the same mass produced, almost prison food in public schools, but it's like none of the good ones. You get no nuggets, no chicken patties, not even pizza, which took me years to like there and finally broke me down. It's just like the weird ones that you don't understand and <laughs> make you sad and they're like little and bad. I don't even know the examples because I'm just blinded by all the how awesome chicken patties were. They're just training us to love chicken cutlets. I do, and it worked because I do love chicken cutlets. Yeah, chicken cutlet sandwich is delicious. Um, I don't know. I don't have a good 10 for that, but I will give Nestle a nine. Yeah. <laughs> Easily. Yeah. That's <laughs> and the only reason that it's not a full 10 is that I generally enjoyed these products most of my life. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right. Um, as someone who has uh, apparently given them a fuck ton of money over the years, I'm uh, my bad. Sorry. Yeah. They I'm get almost the little a little benefit of Yeah. That's <laughs> hilarious. Okay. Um, I'm just going to start with with 10. I'm going to start reversal. So a 10 is 25 years from now, only two corporations exist and they control everything. And it's uh, it's Apple and it's Nestle. And I was hoping it was like a a weird one. It was like it was Nestle and Adam and Eve. That company sells sex toys (laughs) on the Internet. No, they actually <laughs> Nestle actually bought Adam and Eve, so <laughs> kind of just have kind of holding that. So everything you have is really just broken down into two things. It's like, but they it, there's everything is really broken down into two things, but you still have unlimited. Like, you need to get a new. I don't even have. I, I don't know. That's just it. That's a ten. All right. I don't care. Wow. I'm so two sad about what this is. Yeah, yeah. We're not giving up like, on the fun part. <laughs> I, there's no fun in this episode at all. Um, 
there's two corporations. They decide everything you do. Every choice funnels you either into one direction or the other. And like, they literally control every aspect of your life, who you decide to love. Okay. That comes down to Nestle or Apple. All right. If you, you, there's no cross-cultural, you can't marry, if you're a Nestle, if you're a generational Nestle family, you can't marry into Apple. All right. Well, that's, that's good. At least we still have something cool to have wars over. <laughs> Not all lost. And you, you know, you might have a loving partner or whatever, but when you want to have sex, you have to make sure that you have the right inputs, you know, because one. <laughs> they don't fit. It's like USB and the fire right. one or whatever. You're like, oh, my God, is that a vagina version 2.4? I'm I'm a penis version 2.7. This is just not going to work. I'm so sorry. And then I know, have a have dongle. To- and then uh, uh, that's good. That's pretty good. Uh, but that, <laughs> well, that's uh, fucked up. Eventually. Nothing breaks my heart more than than getting a, a academic. Yes, that's good. That's a good bit. <laughs> Rather than a human laugh, you sick robot fuck. Uh, yeah. Then eventually, eventually, the two corporations just become sentient and just start start deciding what's best for the planet. And they go with sterilization of every single human being. And then they wipe out 50% of the population like Thanos. baby. And then they populate. Now. They, in a, in a grand gesture to bring the two title families together, they create an Apple-based, Nestle, Apple plus Nestle-based being that is our overlord. It's just, I'm, I am run, in 2050, I am run by... A box of Cheerios that is also an iPhone. That is my. That is all of our bosses. That's I think our. You're king. just rewriting Idiocracy right now. <laughs> is that what it is? I don't know. I've never really seen that movie. <laughs> it's just referenced on the internet a lot. Oh, um, yeah. And then that's just what the world is. We don't even get to die anymore. They keep us alive so they can harvest our genes to make more people, so they can shill their products to those people. Because and not that they need the profit. It's just that honestly. Nestle Apple overlords have gotten to a point where they just enjoy it. They just enjoy yeah. torturing. The I don't really know any other way of doing stuff. We've just been right. doing this for so long. Right. And uh, yeah, our, our planet just becomes one big fucking torture chamber. That's aliens a visit and like, ooh, there's nothing of value here. We're out. See they don't even, but they don't get to leave because Apple Nestle assimilates them as well. So they are wow. now part of it. They've become enslaved and it should have stayed hidden, you idiots. You knew what the dark force theory dark was. Dark force theory. <laughs> um, hey, you thought we were the ones hiding. And uh, a one is we didn't do this podcast. We did Elvis like I thought we were going to. I remember having like a long about. chat about it being Leslie. <laughs> we, I did forget. Well, we had a chat. Yeah, you completely forgot. You were supposed to pick. That's okay. And I was like, he'll probably settle on Elvis. That's totally fine. And now I looked into all this shit and I'm like, oh, we're the most fucked that we've ever been. So maybe I would say a one is maybe me not even just not doing this podcast, but I would say maybe me not doing comedy and having never met you possibly wow. or meeting that you. That would be your or, blissful life. Wow. Or meeting you in past. Like I live I in I come New over York. and fix your boiler. That's yes, our only yes. relationship. You're just a guy yes. like afterwards, our whole interaction is like, hey, did you just pee in my basement like yeah uh, no it always smelled like that hey i got a bucket full of piss here who does that belong to <laughs> everybody on your crew is like it's actually all of us uh, yeah 
but we have a pleasant interaction, you know, and I'm like, oh, that guy's like, I don't know, he's just kind of different than the other people in the crew. He, he seems younger and like he's definitely more jacked. He's jacked in a weird way, but like in yeah. a good way. It's like, yeah, he looks and, like he has a truck. Yeah, yeah, he looks like he could drive a Dodge Ram off a bridge and that would be fine for him. You know, that would be totally good. Uh, and then we uh, we just have like a good handshake and maybe like a little spark, you know, in the new Matrix movie. I think he like touches Trinity. Neo touches Trinity and there's like a spark of their old life. We oh, have yeah. that. He's just static. Shake- He's like rubbing his feet on a carpet and then going on and be like, Deep. Ha, I, we were connected. I, sh- I shake your hand and then like, just a bunch of like times we've hung out and like the podcast and clips and everything that we've done together it's like oh, oh, oh the road oh. and i just i linger a little bit on the handshake with you and then you just go your step away and i go mine and then i die in my sleep shortly after that's mm-hmm. a one because i did install that boiler wrong and i'm just yeah pumping it, CO it, your, yeah i want i want people to know when i say die in my sleep it doesn't mean peacefully the boiler explodes my house burns down but i was just i took a lot of uh sleeping aids so i just really couldn't feel anything fun fact there's a a way to pipe stuff near the boiler so that it it never runs out of water accidentally all right all right you horn dog (laughs) put the wrench down for a moment um and it's named after it's called the Hartford Loop, named after an insurance company because they were they're the only ones insuring exploding boilers. So they finally got around to finding a way to make them stop exploding as much. Yeah, that's the kind of fun anecdote you would share with me <laughs> on, the, on the as I was pushing you out of my apartment. All right, time for you to go. You know, these easy to blow up the whole block. <laughs> anyway, Theo, I think it's fixed, probably. So that's a one. And I, you know, I'm right there with you. I would I was like, this is a hard 10 for sure. This is like the most this is probably one of the more pointless episodes we did because they're so clearly evil however they did give me so much joy throughout my life and as like you said you know maybe you don't know this but like so for the green bay packers their fans are like part owners like anyone who buys a season ticket is technically a part owner of the team that's how i feel with nestle products i've just been every time you suckle down some bottle caps the signature incredible candy bottle caps yeah so you know it kind of tastes like soda and candy but it's the worst version of both (laughs) <laughs> so i can't full-on give them a 10 even though they fully deserve it because i've yeah. been complicit in this for so long yeah, and we don't do half measures i'd say nine and a half if i could but i'll go with a, i'll go with a nine as well and uh, well we are you know, two financial load-bearing beams of their company <laughs> i'll show you a load-bearing beam okay and uh everything's sexual now you have to it's our only way out from the horror of what they've done I just don't know if I'll ever be erect again after this podcast. Episode. Really? This is so depressing. I don't think I'll ever stop. I get... <laughs> um, okay. Ben, so, where can people yeah. find you in the future? So, where can Nestle agents find you? Yeah. yeah. You hear of them beating down my door as this publishes. Uh, real quick, I do want to say for everybody who listened to our last I've, I've gotten some feedback from last episodes thank you for listening we appreciate it uh i just want albert i didn't talk to you about this offline but i, I want you to know uh, mad at friend, me? no no no. my friend katie well yeah at us i guess my friend katie saw we did uh ruth uh better rbg rbg and uh she was like you watched the movie right and i was like oh <laughs> The amount of research you think we do for this is so oh comical God. compared to what we actually do. That's hilarious. I, I didn't like, even watch movie? an entire Aladdin movie for right. the last one. I was like, movie? 
Oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, well, if you check us out on Twitter, should. by the way, I did post the cover for the Aladdin movie I had. Yes, you did. Um, and they make a bunch of other Disney story movies that are going to be weird as fuck, too. I think, you know, let's check uh, just before we sign out here. Let me check the email. I forgot to check before we started. I'm sorry. Uh, we should have done this at the beginning of the podcast. But in the meantime, you can find me at Shaq Katzner on uh what is it? You know where it is at Shaq Katzner. Instagram, Twitter, Instagram, Twitter. That's pretty much it. Ben did, Katzner on Facebook. I did. Uh, I did. Um, might delete panic. Instagram and uh, Facebook, by the way. You you might. Yeah. Okay. So you right now, the only thing t- I use it for now is to like. Well, I guess Twitter. I you're not gonna how? How are you gonna message for shows and stuff? That's the only that's what, get that's, yeah, that's literally the only reason I got on so Instagram. Long. Um I want you to know I that, got three uh, shows this week, all of them thanks to Instagram. Wait, coming up or yeah. okay, do you want yeah, to plug those shows? Yeah, I'm on a bunch of shows around Brooklyn this week. Wet Cash on Friday that's at Stars show. Cafe. It's a good show. Just come at the Graham on Tuesday. That's a good show. Uh-huh. Laugh Dance Saloon at Basic. All Brooklyn shows. Uh, on Thursday, that's a fun show. Come on by. I'm very funny. I'm on a hot streak. I've had one medium set, and it was because I woke up at five thirty and worked twelve hours that day, and I was tired. But other than that, I've been crushing it. Come on by. Watch me wiggle. I usually show my butt because it is like it's juicy. <laughs> it's got curves. It's got, got the right juicy. shape. It's got it's it's each cheek weighs about as much as one New York rat. It's a good butt. This these are all things I can I can confirm. He's got a juicy rat butt. Um, <laughs> I am struggling to find to get into the email because I'm an idiot. So fuck it. Who cares? Here's uh, uh, your you show's coming me. up, right? We just did it. We just had our monthly show called Darlings at Blind Barber. It's the first ones of every month. This last one was packed. I'm sure everyone hates us because it's still a pandemic, but we're all going to die. So we did it. I'm sorry. Uh, but it was awesome. Uh, we have a lot of great shows coming up for uh, the coming months. I know we have Joe Para on a show coming up. I guess I can say that. I think that's fine. Um, we have another special guest on a show in April. So just so you know, you should come to the show if you're in New York. This shit's popping. It's great. We are having a great time, and it is very fun if you like live stand-up comedy. It's just I have for... never heard you talk about comedy in a way that was positive. This is great. I don't think yeah. I've ever heard you be like, this is fun and good. I think I'm hemorrhaging a little in my brain. <laughs> hey, your eyes are bleeding. But, That's all right. Uh, I also was, I'm also very tired. I was on the Keith and the girl 24 hour marathon today. So you can check that out and go. I was on the 615 to 730, whatever segment. And it was wild. Daddy. O. we had a good time and uh, you should definitely listen to that. Let them know you like my segment. I'm trying to get guest of the year, okay? I've decided it's it's my time. Wow. It's Ben's time to be guest of the year. Oh, Ben of the year. Um, but yeah, that's that's all good. Buy my book, love me forever. Put honey in my belly button and put a firecracker in there. <laughs>